Hello, and welcome to the Irish Memory Box, an intergenerational podcast by Irish Community Services. ICS is an immigration and social services provider located in Chicago. The Irish Memory Box connects people of Irish heritage from different generations. It is a new way for Irish generations to communicate and learn from each other. ICS is providing this channel to foster a more vibrant sense of community. Today, I will be interviewing Eileen Crowley, a Chicago native, with questions from Kian Watkins, also a Chicago native. Hi, Eileen. Hi, my dear. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Yeah. So, Eileen, welcome to the Irish Memory Box. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. I'm a 77-year-old woman who is living in Hawaii in a, a unit like, um, I don't know how they, I guess they call them mother-in-law units. And it's, a, it's attached to the house and it's three large rooms, nice size kitchen, a huge living area, and then a lovely bedroom. And uh, I have my own little garden, um, a mango tree but it's not, it doesn't produce many mangoes at all, unfortunately. But we do have a mango tree, and uh, we have a lovely little fairy garden out in the back, out in it, and uh, we work on that periodically. So, yeah, awesome. it's kind of fun. And we've been here almost three years. It'll be three years in August, and uh, Hawaii is a beautiful place to live, and uh, it's always, I think, like, when it gets below 75 in the evening, they always call it a two blanket night. Now, can you imagine that? Below 75. Or is it, yeah, if it goes below 75. It usually is in the 80s in the daytime, and it's about 76, 77 at nighttime. It's pretty stable the whole year round. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beautiful. And all, the rain is just like Camelot. Uh, it only rains after sundown, so it, it doesn't mess with your beach time or your Thing. And we can walk to the beach. It's a, a mile and a block to the beach from us. And uh, of course, we can drive there too, but it's a good walk. Yeah. Nice. So, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And now Kian is going to ask his first question Do you have kids? I do have kids. I have two of them Lonnie, who I live with, and Sheila, who is in Chicago. And she's at close to 40. She might be 40. And Lonnie? Lonnie is, yeah, Lonnie is 44. Okay. Oh. And she's, I think, six years younger. So, okay. so yeah, 38 whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. What year did your parents move to America? Uh, my mother came, let me tell you. Um, well, they're both in the 20, 1920s. I think my mother was like 1924, and my dad was already here. I think he was 1922. And they both yeah. come from Ireland? They both did, but she was from County Mayo, and he was from County Cork. Okay. Did you have an accent? And if you did, did it fade away the more you were in America? I did not. I mean, I have the Chicago accent, and it didn't fade away. <laughs> but my mother's and fathers never faded away. Ever. They both oh my God. Their accents? Oh, really, really rough ones. Yeah, that really, yeah, really uh, very much so. 
everybody knew they were Irish, you know, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What stories did your mom tell you about Ireland growing up? Oh, she told us about the leprechauns and how uh, she had once seen one in, up in the tree. And if you were really lucky, you'd catch him, but you'd hang on to him. And even if you had to grab him by the neck, you'd hang on to him until he gave you his money. But unfortunately, we never saw one. So we were always looking. We were always looking in the trees. Always trying to catch that leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. That's awesome. And she told us about their farm, and we got to go and see it. We, uh, uh, and, you know, when I was grown, we went over to the house, and the house is still there. It had one room. There were 10 of them. had one room, and now it has three rooms and a bathroom. And uh, when they were raised, there was no bathroom at all. It just oh, wow. went outside. Yeah. And it, when they were in third grade, that was the, all the schooling they could have, the, the oldest few. After third grade, they had to go and start earning money, and they would stay with a person who had kids, and they would help with the kids and with the house cleaning, and then they'd come back on Sunday to home and give the little money they had to their mother. Oh, yeah. wow. So like a nanny? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And oh. she, her older, she had an older sister, Mary, and she uh, was Bridget, and then Catherine, those three were gone, they had only third grade educations, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, and they moved, did, was it just your mom who moved here to America? No, most of them did. The only ones who stayed were the boys, and uh, Agnes and Margaret, uh, the two youngest girls, uh, stayed. Okay. And uh, uh, Patrick went to England, and my, uh, uh, Agnes stayed, um, Margaret, the youngest one, moved to England. She didn't want to, but her husband couldn't get work in Ireland, so they had to go to England. And yeah, she didn't that. like it, but but um, she had to go. But we yeah. we kept real close to all of them. Yeah, oh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah. What did you do for fun? We were outside all the time, all the time, and you could be in the streets or in the alleys. Uh, in Chicago, we have alleys, you know, and we could always be in the streets of the alleys because a lot of people put up basketball hoops in the alley so you could be playing because there weren't that many cars. There was only oh. maybe four cars on our entire block when I was growing up. And mm -hmm. we lived over at first when I was a kid, we were over a tavern and uh, there's a big as tavern sign right outside our, our uh, living room because we we're on the second floor. We, and we could hear the jukebox all the time. So we would lay down on the carpet and listen to the jukebox because we oh, could hear cool. the songs. We what just loved it. What area? And then later, uh, Clark and Hood. So we were 6100 North, 6130 North, and we were 1500 West. Okay. Yeah, so we could walk to the beach. We could walk to the beach. It was about, I don't know, it wasn't any 15 blocks to the beach. It was probably about... Just about a mile to the oh, beach. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite subject in school? Um, probably English and writing. Um, and I also was really good at math. I liked English, and we had to diagram sentences to the. You could not believe how far we had to diagram them, and I thought it was fun. P other people hated, hated, hated it, and I thought. This is really simple because to me it was like a puzzle, but okay. uh, um, English and, and math. 
Excuse my ignorance, but what does it mean to diagram a sentence? Oh, well, you take it apart and you know what each thing is, the noun, oh, the pronouns. The, yeah, and, and you kind of put them on different lines and stuff. And it was a real diagram of the one sentence, no matter how many words it had you. Um, I don't know, I probably couldn't even do it now, but it was a lot of fun. And like the adjectives would come underneath the verbs and uh, the, the adverbs. No, the adjectives would come underneath the nouns, like you would write it out, and then you'd put little arrows, and then underneath the nouns would come the adjectives, and underneath the verbs would come the adverbs, and anyway, prepositions. It was just kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. Sounds fun. Sounds fun, for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. Have you ever visited Ireland? Ballonet. I've been there three times. Ballonet, County, Mayo, Ireland. Yeah, we've been there. Yes, yes. Three times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. What was your favorite Irish food? Well, it isn't. My mom said it was English, but it's corn, it was corned beef and cabbage. We loved it, loved it, loved it. But she said the corned beef, really, they never had it. They had ham and cabbage when they were kids. That was the big treat for them. And so we had ham and cabbage too, a lot. But um, corned beef and cabbage was my favorite. And is that something your mom used to make? Oh, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Mm -hmm. Delicious. What was your first job? My first job was at the Jewel. Uh, well, really, I babysat since I was like 10 or 11 uh, for the neighbors. But my first real job was uh, Jewel, and that's a grocery store. And I was a, a clerk at the grocery store when I was on my 16th birthday, believe it or not, because I had already registered to uh, work, and you, they wouldn't start you till you turned 16. So. I was at the Jewel Food Store, and I worked that all the way through college. And really, I'm telling you, I went to a Catholic university, Loyola, and by working at Jewel part-time during, um, you know, uh, most of it, but then full-time, they always gave me full-time during Christmas break, during spring break, uh, during summer break of school, they gave me full-time. I could pay the entire tuition myself. Yeah, just from working Jewel. Jewel was open on Mondays and Thursdays till nine o'clock. Oh the other God. days it was closed at six. Those were the hours and people got all their shopping done and nobody had to be out at the store in, at midnight looking for food. 24 hour things happening. Yeah, it was so much simpler. Yeah, but can you believe that I could pay my own tuition at, in a Catholic school, Loyola? What, yeah. What did you study in Loyola? I still, well, I, uh, education, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. And so I studied um, anything and everything related to teaching, but I concentrated on math and language because you had to have majors. And I liked, I, I liked English and I liked math. So mm -hmm. I had those as majors, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And is that what you did then for your career? And, well, I taught, but I taught everything from kindergarten through freshman in high school. And sometimes different subjects that I hadn't really studied that much, but I knew them, you know, so yeah. nobody was, I was a good teacher. They all, I always was rated very high. So, yeah. That's wonderful. And last but not least, what is your favorite hobby? Okay. And when I was a child, I don't think I had any hobbies. I was too busy always being outside playing. 
that was all we would go. The park was not even a block away, and it was a huge park. It was connected to a public school. We went to Catholic school because, of course, the um, Monsignor at our church would tell our parents that if we didn't go to Catholic school, we would die, they would die and go to hell. The parents would. So they put us, but it only cost $2 a month for the entire, there were four of us. For all four of us to be in school, it was only $2 a month. And oh, you could wow. give that in the envelope that you would pay at church and you, on Sundays you give them money. That could be it. So really, there was no tuition to the place. You had to have a uniform. And mm -hmm. my mom had a friend who knew how to sew. So she would sew us our uniforms. And really, and you had to have, there was a blue, blue, um, like a jumper and a white blouse. And you had to have a damn white bow in your hair. That was the part that I hated. A white bow. I, a white bow you had to have every day in your hair, yeah. So when I got older and had a ponytail, it wasn't bad because I could just put it on the ponytail, but mm -hmm. I did not like that bow in my hair. Oh my As my, my sisters were the same way. No, none of us liked the bow. And the minute you got out of school, the bow went, you know, into the pocket, yeah. Yes, get it off my head. Yep. And we had navy blue socks we had to wear. Navy blue socks. I hated them, too. <laughs> were they knee socks? Up to the knees, yep. Yeah, we wore those too in Ireland in, oh. in school. Oh, okay. I went to school. Yeah. yeah, well, the nuns were really Irish. The nuns were the Sisters of Charity, Blessed Virgin Mary, and they are were formed in from Irish women started them. Mm. And the parish was either Irish or Italian. And like we celebrate all the Irish things, and they didn't. The nuns didn't celebrate anything Italian, I'll tell oh. you that. So it's just funny. Yeah. But I had tons of Italian friends, and you'd go over there and get delicious. Like, we had spaghetti out of a can. Now, I don't know if you've ever had it, but it's not tasty. And my girlfriend, her name was Concetta Lacasse. Her mother and grandmother made the best spaghetti. And they felt sorry for me because I was always skinny. And they kept trying to fatten me up. They'd have a pot of spaghetti and then a huge chicken thing to eat. You know, so I didn't mind. And I was the third born. So my mother never knew where I was or never cared. Uh, and I seem, she said, to have more sense than my, my sister Sheila, because my sister Sheila was very shy and awkward. And, um, you know, we had a totally different personality. And she's still alive, my sister. She just turned 80. I went to Chicago to celebrate her 80th birthday. So that was really nice. And that's in December. So I was in there from a week before Thanksgiving all the way through, like, uh, the week before Christmas. So I was oh, there wow. and I got to see all my friends and all the groups that I used to be a part of. And it was really, really nice. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. It's nice, nice to, to, be to go back and yeah. visit. Yes, yes. So that's all the questions from Kian. Thank you, Kian. Okay. The final thing that I have to say to you is, mm -hmm. is there anything else that you think people should know? or you want people to hear, or do you have any words of wisdom? Yeah, well, I do. The words of wisdom is, I just remember um, not wanting to leave Chicago. Uh, and I was uh, asked by a really good friend to go to Rock Island and uh, teach. And I really didn't want to go. And my brother-in-law drove me, and my mother came with. And she said, you know, sometimes... God gives you a little, a little curve in the road, and this is your curve in the road. And she said, and I bet you're going to find out, even though it's hard to leave Chicago, it's only for a year. And she said, uh, even if it's only for a year. And do you know, I just kind of grew up 
in that year. So that's what I would say. If, if for some reason you get something you feel like is a, a, just a thorn in your side or something, just go with it because it's usually God's way of saying there's other things for you to be learning about. Take the adventure. If God gives it to you, take it because it's going to be fun. Wow. Such great words of wisdom from Eileen. Take the adventure. And that brings us to the end of this episode. If you would like to capture moments of your life, please email me grace at irishchicago.org. If you know someone with a story, let me know. I'd be more than happy to add you or your loved one to the Irish Memory Box.